Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast episode 39. 39er. Yep. Casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. And I am Tony. And this is uh, probably one of our earliest records. It, I think it must be, actually. I don't think we've... This has not been 10 a.m. yet. And mm-hmm. we're gone. Yeah, so it's a Saturday morning record. <clears throat> That's why your yeah. voice, the voice isn't quite warmed up yet. Yeah. yeah. That thing where you haven't spoken to anyone yet. Yeah. It's um, a game I like to play. Yeah. Um, you to play it this week, actually. got two early morning flights on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, but you live with someone now, so you won't... Yeah, but you'll be asleep. <laughs> okay. Um, so you st- there's still a chance that the first person you speak to... Do you make it a game where where you try <laughs> and, and go. wait the longest? Midday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait till you're off the plane and in a meeting yeah. for and the, the first and, word to come out of your mouth. And then when I'm like... 80 and everyone i know is dead and uh, i have no one coming around the house and i don't speak to anyone for like a fortnight you know what it's like won't be such a game anymore <laughs> yeah so this used to be fun driving in today um beautiful sunny day outside oh, isn't it just i've just got the old weather up here mm-hmm. mostly fine yeah you could have just looked out the window I've got the blinds drawn have you, you know been we, out we today? know we never crack a blind have you been out today quite um, often you'll go for a walk before i get here i went out into the courtyard let the cat out and then i showed you where he likes to hide in the foods yeah and then you put your cat in my face for a while (laughs) while i was setting up um (laughs) he loves you (laughs) it's so annoying it's easily the most annoying thing about you having a pet is how you put the cat in my face (laughs) (laughs) and just make you pay attention to him and that voice you do like say he loves me he loves you exactly (laughs) (laughs) and and just before you uh made me uh, you wouldn't take the cat away until I blew it a kiss. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, come on. He loves you. You should so, so you know, he, this, this shouldn't be a one-sided thing. Yeah? Think about his feelings. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed um, driving in is all the people going for runs in the Garden City. Runny poos. Runny poos. All right. And it made me think, because um, we got uh, the big park right in the middle uh, of our city where... Ugly. People, Hagley Park, where people go for runny poos. They do, yeah. Runs. Um, do you ever go for runny poos outside? No, on the treble. <laughs> Exclusively on the treble. Why is that? Just don't want people to see your active wear. Yeah. But you're in active wear right now. I like active wear. I've decided it's the most comfortable thing to... I've seen, like... There's, there's, I've heard stories of this, like people who are abusing active wear. Like, they will go to you know, numerous settings wearing active wear. When yeah, they're quite yeah just to not. the supermarket. Yeah. 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 So, um, just it's more it's just, for females, right? People that care more are when it's females in active wear. Well, I'm not saying my active wear is not stunning. <clears throat> I've got my, I've got my pumas on again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just happened to buy just a lot of Adidas t-shirts in America. Okay. And, um, they're just comfy. All right. Mm. No further questions. Um, your honor. <laughs> Um, the other thing I noticed setting up is how, when we're pardon, when oh, we're, I love the pardon. <laughs> um, I have, I have to have nothing in my pockets. I have to take my watch off. I have to take my jersey off. Yeah. I saw you starting to strip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but I just noticed I've got like a big pile of belongings next to me where yeah, I've, that's good. Of, um, like, was it like streamlining? <laughs> <laughs> Like I shave my chest or something and <laughs> cut through the podcast quicker. Uh, well, as long as you just don't start um, airing out the children bearing sacks. In Pardon? Us, then <laughs> Jesus. It's too early for talk like that. Um, it's like, woo, these boys. <laughs> they need some fresh air. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Actually, I probably couldn't see it because you stand strategically behind the... It's r- just the gone 10 a.m. Yeah. It's too early for <laughs> talk like that. It's nut jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When is nut jokes okay? 10 a.m. clearly, isn't it? No, I think... If anyone's not... listening pre-10 a.m. to this, we apologize. I'd say it's about the start, to- the time you can start having a beer, which for me is sort of... 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can have a wine in the morning, like a bubbly wine. With breakfast? Uh, yeah, like a breakfast and bubbles, like for a sort of like... like when you um, go on a hot air balloon. Ne- next week, next week, next week have the uh wine and south island wine festival in that damn park we were doing two poos in hackley park runny poos Runny poos. <laughs> going for a run if anyone yeah. is still listening <laughs> and doesn't 
I'm not sure people do poos in that park. There's toilets there and also... There's not... Again, how do we get here? 10 (laughs) a.m. No. No, move on. But someone could be listening to this podcast at any time of the day. So, you know, for those who it's not appropriate to talk about poos, cover your ears. If you're in a time zone where poos is appropriate... The game isn't <laughs> gross oh, people well, out. Let's put a warning on the description of the podcast. So if you're offended by early morning talk poos, don't listen to oh. this one until like, you know, skip ahead. How many minutes are we in? How many minutes of recording? How, yeah, how have we done? Five minutes. Okay, 30. skip ahead. Five minutes, 37. Okay, you've got no more time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, although that I normally put the starting on as well. So that would be like, ah, they would yeah. catch the tail end of that. All yeah. right, we'll make it, make it, give it another 15 seconds just to be safe. <laughs> um, the, I had an idea for a long-term segment. Okay. It's going to feature on a lot of podcasts. Is it a recurring one? Yeah, recurring segment. Um, it's called Reaper Watch. Reaper Watch? Like... Intrigued? Yeah. Um, I bought some Carolina Reaper seeds. <laughs> <laughs> You know what Carolina Reapers are? Uh, no, I don't. The, the like hottest chili pepper in the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got yep. like a little Guinness World Record <laughs> okay. symbol on them and stuff. Oh. And I'm going to plant them because I'm going to turn all horticultural in my new house. Oh, With nice. the garden. Um, so I thought I'd just update you as to how they're going, how they're okay. growing and stuff like that. And all then right, at the end, you, uh, you can have the first one, you can eat it and I won't even mind. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Do, do you want to give us the first update? First update, seeds do, do arrived. Need, do you need an intro to the segment? Or? No, no, um, we're in and we're almost do wanna, finished. Do you want to create one, actually? I'll set you some work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you'll create us a wee intro to Reaper Watch. Uh, the, the, thing, uh, the thing is with Reaper Watch is that the, um, the intro is always performed live and it's always performed by you. Okay. Go. Reaper how damn reapers sewing is that that very well (laughs) (laughs) um they arrived in the mail so that's episode one of reaper watch um, how much much do they cost um 10 seeds were well something you're you're vibrating i've left my vibrate on um 10 seeds were 10 bucks and then eight bucks shipping so i'm in the hole for 18 bucky where do they come from um the internet like are they do they have to come are they like made in new zealand ones or yeah yeah so yeah. there's a place in new zealand called cully's they make sauces oh, and things ethel, ethel mccully's garden center <laughs> nice throwback there i think it's just cully's.co.nz ethel they trim ethel uh it's not the same oh poor ethel that's a great name oh wow so there's you can go if you go to cully's.co.nz you can choose your local website between Australia, New Zealand, and the USA. Oh. So it's even open to Americans. So get amongst that. Maybe buy your own seeds and you can Is it a K or, is it a K or a C? C U L L E Y S. C U L L E Y S. That's how you spell things when you search. And looking on the American. Uh, okay, Ooh. if you're in America, go to cullysusa.com. <laughs> so there's... Oh, uh, stop. Hey, they're going to pop-ups here. Piss off. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, so Australia's a kangaroo. New Zealand says other. Yeah. <laughs> thinks that it has a kiwi. And yep. USA has Trump. Yep. A Trump picture. Yeah. But you can buy Car- Carolina Reaper seeds there. Five ninety nine US on the US side. Oh, they're getting them for a bargain. <laughs> so feel free to buy your own and update us on your own Reaper watch. Um, of course I'm doing this so that I remember to water them. Um, there's a fair chance this will end They're after five us or off. six They're weeks. They're ripping us off. 599 US is 871 New Zealand. They're ripping us off. They're not ripping us off. They're ripping me off. Rip- you haven't bought them. <laughs> Well, I'm vested in this now, so they're ripping us off. Yeah. They're ripping this podcast off. There, there's a very good chance that... They're ripping um, our listeners off. There's a very good chance Reaper Watch ends after four weeks when I've completely forgotten to water them and the thing's just dead. Well, we're going to take it. We're going to go for sort of like sort of a hiatus through Christmas, New Year, I guess. Yeah, that's true. So right. maybe by the time we get back, we'll be... But I think before we are finished, it should be like there should be some signs of life. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Um, that ends that se- that segment. Um, anything 
interesting happened to you in the last week? I did see um, this morning that a UFO house is for sale. What? Mm-hmm. One of those houses that looks like a saucer. Yeah, correct. So apparently it appeared in 1974 and was placed outside the Commonwealth Games in um, Christchurch. In Christchurch. Yeah. Painted green, like for green men. <laughs> yeah. It was sold after that to some lady in Dunedin, which is couple hundred k south of here yeah 100 k south of here and she's been like living in it for like the past like they moved it to dunedin yeah right i don't know they flew it there <laughs> like, it actually moved yeah it's pretty high tech um but yeah it's up for sale okay so uh, they sort of said that you know if people wanted to move it they'll probably never get consent to have it as a house again because it's not really suitable to live in a house <laughs> it's a flying saucer okay um is it suitable for flying it probably is um uh, maybe a bit of um repair of maintenance okay get it back in the air mm-hmm. uh or at the very least we can make it our pardon studio it'll be like that um we can put if you you've you got you know i've got no lawn here in any space we could put it at your place and do it for our pardon studio so kickstarter for maybe buy this and get it moved okay you are in charge of that mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes as well as we'll see what happens first either i grow a carolina reaper and you eat it okay or, <laughs> or we get a uh, flying saucer studio in the backyard of my house that I'm moving into next weekend. By the time people listen to this, I'll be moving or moved into my new house. I'll just... Um, it's it will. pretty exciting. It's quite cool. I'll show you that's the interior of it. Oh, yeah. That's good. Cool. Nice visual medium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For our that's listeners. A, that's a window. It looks like at the window. Oh, Very, yeah. Like it's looking like an oval window. I can put things over your and, windows uh, to make it look like that. Yeah, that's it there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's got, a, it's got a conservatory and you can see there's a dryer, washing slash dryer combo out there. Outside. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it probably doesn't fit in there. Tragic. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Cool. So, uh, what are they asking? Uh, looking for $400,000. Oh. That's the seller looking for more than $400,000 with the home included. So the land, the land has a value of two hundred five. Yeah. So, one ninety five for that, four hundred dollars all up. <laughs> so, gotta, we don't really want the land. We'll buy the land, sell the land. <laughs> Flip the land. Flip the land. <laughs> okay. Uh, yep. Um... Apparently, she's, apparently uh, this lady's been already uh, overwhelmed by interest from New Zealand, Australia, and some prospective buyers express interest in the flying, in flying the spaceship to a new location. Hilarious, <laughs> Mrs. Clearwater. <laughs> um, did you have a um, fiber story? Fibrous diet. How's yep. your fiber going? Well, as you know, I have a lot of fiber in my diet. Yep. 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 Had, had, uh, had as I unfortunately about... discovered as I was setting up. Yep. Uh, we'll leave that there. Um, so I have the worst broadband internet in probably the southern hemisphere. Your one location? Mm-hmm. It's just abysmal. It is so tragically bad. Okay. Don't... What makes it so bad? Just slow. Like, really? It's so slow. Like, sometimes I'll be watching Netflix in the bedroom, mm. and, like, I can't even watch a program on it, because it's, it's, no, it's, it's that slow. You can actually go to the settings and change your quality. No, I've had, had to, right down. Oh, goodness. So, I've been trying to watch The Sinner. You been on The Sinner? No. Watching The Sinner? No. Big on The Sinner? No. I'm big on The Sinner. <laughs> um, but we're trying to watch that in, in, in the boudoir, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, just had to turn the quality right down, so it's shit, and then it's still... still slowly stalls its way through mm-hmm. um so getting the fibes mm-hmm. the fiber fiber broadband so we so um throw back to these this housing proposition i'm in three houses <laughs> on the one section yeah uh so the people at the back you know, the guys at the back mm-hmm. uh they got fiber in about a year ago right and um they dug a big trench, the guys who put it in. So the way it works here is that the government has paid to get fibre installed if you want it. Right. So if you want fibre, you get a company called Enable. Mm-hmm. will come out, you contact them, they'll appoint some random contractor, some weirdo, as <laughs> yeah. I found out. Yeah. And they come out, they scope the place out, um, and take lots of photos, make you sign a whole lot of shit. And then they install, they come back and will dig up the land and install it for you. Okay. <clears throat> so it's free so it's worth doing um so the neighbors at the back got this done about a year ago mm-hmm. and dug a wee trench down the driveway put it in sealed it up all good 
Um, so thinking about it for a while, I thought, right, finally, I just I just hate talking to the back neighbours, so it sort of held me off doing it for such a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So finally spoke to the trashy neighbours at the back, and the guy who does, who's always showing me his bum <laughs> grumpily signed it. <laughs> no, you got to explain that, otherwise it seems like there's a guy who wanders around just I putting think, his ass in your window. I think I've about before, haven't I? He's got a really high ass crack. Yeah, you have, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very high ass crack. But for a first-time listener, they yeah. straight away assume there's some weird, like, flasher guy that lives next door to you yeah so he's just like kind Which of isn't far off yeah isn't far off <laughs> he's just sort of like he'd be in his 30s he's yeah. just um a little bit hopeless yeah um he's done work on his cars again he was um he was the guy selling his motorbike the other day that had um, oh yeah yeah the, the banana sign, box he's a banana box sign that no one could read because <laughs> it flipping around with a yeah. cable tie on it um he's like done some work on outside the drive outside of his place on his cars and there's now like the driveway's all stained with like oil and crap now it's like brilliant thanks for that <laughs> he just hoses it down the drain you know who cares about the environment yeah anyway yeah so i got him to sign the form and i got my front neighbor mm-hmm. sign the form who I, who I like we get on well we share a wall yeah I, I actually wondered um because i've bought your old car and i uh went, they were out there when i drove in yesterday <laughs> And I um, kind of half got like a a wave, but oh, they didn't no. realise it wasn't it wasn't you in there. <laughs> it's like nice. a hi. Oh, nice. He's friendly. He's a nice guy. Okay. Looks looks happy. Wrote on my rubbish bin the other day. He what? He wrote on my rubbish bin the other day. Wrote on your rubbish bin. <laughs> no, wrote on it. Wrote on it. Wrote on it. Yeah. Why? Because the address had kind of rubbed off. Oh. He was like, oh, I'll fix that. God. These are the things that no one cares, but you would find just like, so like, charming. I said to my partner, do you run on the rubbish bin? <laughs> he was like, no. He's like, like why would I? Because no one cares. On rubbish bin. That's not my handwriting on the rubbish bin. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like your handwriting on the rubbish bin. Found out it was the the guy at the front's handwriting on the rubbish bin. How did you find out? Asked, Asked him. him. Yeah. I saw him. I was like, do you run on my rubbish bin? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I didn't write on your rubbish bin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this, this is getting way off track. Yeah. Um, as usual. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Fiber Guy turns up. Mm-hmm. Um and he left me uh, he'd called me when i was on another call this morning uh, yesterday to say he was turning up and um uh, missed the call so expect the message kind of kind of weird kind of message from mm-hmm. this guy I was like, oh, sounds a bit odd but it picked up that um he was on his way so I was like cool anyway uh sitting at the desk here in the podcast and studio which doubles as my office when i work from home mm-hmm. good view of the driveway see him walk up orange yep. hiver's vest like very safe yeah oh good uh greet him at the door he sort of comes in and just pick up a little bit of a weird vibe brilliant like he walks straight away he walks in um walks in the lounge puts his, his bag down and the cat who we were just talking about is like oh who is this <laughs> and he walks around and the cat walks over and sniffs his bag and he goes oh hello puss and taps oh, him on God. the head and i'm like oh no this is gonna be weird um, <laughs> so he's, he hands me over the form. He's like, "Right, you need to read all this um, on the back. There's these term, terms and conditions. You need to read all this." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, I'm not going to read that." <laughs> yeah, okay. no, no one does. You stare at it, and in your head, you're yeah. thinking, "Have I stared at this long enough to say yes, I've read it?" <laughs> Seriously, yeah. that's that's how these things. Well, work. What I just said, I said, oh, "I'm just going to. I've just got some work to do because I did have a deadline for something." So I was like, "I've got to duck upstairs. Just give me, you know, give us a yell if you need anything." Mm-hmm. So like, straight away on upstairs, he's like. Excuse me, sir. Sir. Right. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, he's like, can I use your toilet? Oh, no. No, he didn't. And I was like, yeah, fine. He's like, where is it then? And I'm like, it's like right next to you. It's like inside the door as you walk in. You <laughs> yeah. Use that. He's like, okay. And so he disappears over there for a wee while. Oh, no. How long's a wee while? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know 45 minutes? Yeah. It was It was longer than I thought it should be. So um, it's getting clean today. Um <laughs> Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, then he pops out from the other scene. He's like, Sir, excuse me, sir. I'm like, oh, oh, so, no. Richard, he's, he's like, like, Where's your toilet, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Next to the toilet. Where's that? <laughs> oh, I pointed out to you. No, so, he's he's like, I'm just, just okay, what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, I see you've had it installed. They've installed it down the back. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I'm going to sort of have we look look around it. Okay. I'll have we look around. I'm like, okay, just work out your plan. That's fine. You just do you. So he's out there and he's on the phone constantly. Like, what is going on? So then he comes and he's like, right, oh, there's a problem. It's a problem. When they installed it up the driveway, they didn't like make have, like other cables for like extending it. Like, that's not how I would have done it, but like, there's no way to do it. You have to dig it up again. So that's going to make a mess. So we're just going to run along the fence. 
I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> said, you're going to take it up and put it in. <laughs> yeah. So you said you, 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 you just have to pull. Yeah, he said you just have to pull those plants out. Pull those plants out down there. I'm like, well, they're not my plants. They're the neighbor's plants. And I'm sure he doesn't want his plants pulled out for you to yeah. put this camera. Just dig out the driveway. Yeah. So, oh, okay, it was going to be expensive, you know. I'm like, yeah. I'm the government's paying. paying, right? Yeah. They've got some money. So then he's like, right, I'll tell you how we're going to do it. Right. So he walks out and walks me out just outside the garage, which is connected to the house. And mm-hmm. the garage, my garage connects my house to the neighbor's house at the front, who also, we'd, at the same time, we put our forms through for the fiber. Oh, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going to run one cable from here, take up the driveway, run across. So it runs from one side of the driveway, which is sort of the fence side on the far side, across to where the houses are. Yep. So it's probably sort of four meters across. Run, yep. it, run it through here. So I go in his wall there on the left, and uh, with you, I'm going to run up the top of the, up the, top of the garage, up the top, top of the garage, across the top of the door, which is a double garage, it's running right across the door, then up the side of the house, up the side of the house, and uh, just in through the window, uh, just in by the window there, by that PowerPoint. And he's pointing, like, where you're standing, what? where that PowerPoint is, where the iron is, which is on the <laughs> second story, yeah. running this cable... Like right across, it's like right across the entire front of my house, up yeah. the side of the house. So just like doing on an the, entire border around the outline yeah. of your house, and then like a dog leg around the spouting, and then into <laughs> where this PowerPoint is. What? So that when you walked up to the house, there'd be this great bloody big fiber box, like next to the um, um, alarm. By the way, give <laughs> the alarm <laughs> yeah. some company. Yeah, um, and I'm like, no, look hideous. Don't do that. That's <laughs> it's like just that's, a- that's horrible. No, I'm not. I don't want that. He's like, well, okay, well, um, we'll do it this way. So I'll run up, up the garage, same place. So across the driveway, up the garage, through the top, down to the top of the garage, into the garage, and uh, over the door, back to the back of the garage, down onto a <laughs> shelf that you're going to need to build. <laughs> so it goes in here. I'm like, no, because that's going to, like, I'm going to bang that shelf. One, I have to build a shelf, which I, I would really doubt I could build a shelf. <laughs> a shelf wanna... is just a plank of wood on the wall. Yeah, but I'd, no, I'd probably nail it into something and into just the jib and it'd fall off okay plus also like you know with the two cars in the garage and all the crap we've got in there like trying to get in and out of the door i'm gonna keep banging my door on the stupid fiber shelf no i mean it's a bad idea regardless of yeah. whether you can build a shelf or not yeah <laughs> so i'm like well no that's not gonna work either so okay well another option is to uh go uh okay bring them where it is up the top down the top of the driveway yeah run the top of the garage uh, uh, into this, into the we foyer, but we come to the front door. We'll get an electrician in, rewire this through the ceiling. Okay, I'm like, are you following? Christ. Are you following me? I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I said, I'm not going to stop you there. That's not going to work either. I'm not getting the electrician in. Yeah. I said, well, what about at the back? Like, instead of having just the one thing for both, why don't you put one in for the front guy, and then you know, at the back of my house, yeah, put another one in. Yeah. So he wandered down. He's like, we have to dig another hole. Oh. I'm like, yes, you will. I'm not asking you to do it hole free. Oh. <laughs> I knew there were going to be holes. The consequences of this was there going to be holes. I'm okay with holes. I like holes. Holes can be filled yeah, in. Yeah, big holes and trenches. <laughs> so in the end, he decides that it would actually work to run it around the back of the house, uh, like in one straight line, under the back of the house, just slightly under the fence. Mm-hmm. And in through the sidewall. So it will be literally popping through the house. It'll be discreet. You won't see the box. It'll be behind the house in a wee fence. Won't cause any eyesores or damage. What is with people like this where you have to constantly tell them how to do their job? Like it just takes five seconds of thinking to realize that cabling around the entire frame of your house (laughs) is not the best way to do it. And that's his full time job. Yeah. What is he? He's trying to gain there. Oh, so he, so eventually he, he says, okay, okay, I'll go take away, take some photos, take, take, go take some photos. So he goes away, takes lots of photos, and I sit back up, like, exhausted with this bloody process. Yeah. Still trying to meet this deadline. Then he comes back, excuse me, sir. Like, oh my God, it's like, what do you want I now? need your toilet again. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, quite get, didn't quite get it all the first time, yeah. 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 And, <laughs> you're, and, and you're out of toilet paper. Yeah, got to go round two. <laughs> Um, so this time he calls me back down and he's like, um, he wants to, wants me to sign all the pieces of paper mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I have to sign every single photo that he's taken to say I agree with what the plan is. I'm like, no, oh, it's cool. Let's go here with that. All good. Um, and then he says, I'm sorry it took so long. Are you? <laughs> I'm like, he's like, I just had lots of phone, lots of phone calls, been you know busy with phone calls. I'm like, 
oh okay so you know people are demanding you know there's lots of demanding people out there you know they want you know i'm like i bet they're their broadband it's and, like i bet they're wondering why it's going it's around like, their I bet house. if you're turning up and offering the shit ass solutions <laughs> that you are offering then one of people are doing demanding and so I'm, I'm like nervous as fuck now about what this guy's gonna do to my house yeah yeah um i think i'm okay though with that line you know at the back and yeah I, and then i then i make this i make the fundamental error mm-hmm. i ask him oh what sort of stuff are they demanding about just because i was curious oh, no. because of how annoying this was <laughs> Launch into what could only be described as a 20 minute conversation about nothing mm-hmm. that I just, I, 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 no, hand on heart, I thought about <laughs> saying to him, I'm sorry, I asked, I actually don't really care that much. Because <laughs> he just will not shut up. He's like, oh, there's one story he says, well, you know, some people will need a trench, you know, dug, and um, they'll have trees, you know, like trees. They want to save the trees. Mm-hmm. So, like, we would just go through the trees, you know, dug under the trees, and they're, like, and they're like, we don't want you to, you know, move the trees. So we say, well, you're going to have to find a way to get a trench to the trees. So they have to go get somebody to, um, you know, get a trench under the trees. But then the guys who dig their trench isn't up to our standard. You know, this is all government funded, and, like, we get audited, and, like, I don't want to, like, end up, like, you know, we'll get in oh trouble. Oh, my God. And I'm yes, like, this oh, my is God, boring. shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut <laughs> up. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, can you not read the body language? Like, I am so bored. And, like, he's got these two little, like, beady little eyes that are quite close together. He's just, like, eyeballing me and staring at me, almost shaking with this conversation. It's like, I'm like, like how does this person function in real life? Mm. Like, what? I quite often think of um, when they go home, what is their, like, that's exactly what does their what evening look like? Yeah, that's exactly like, what is this Friday? Because it's Friday. It was Friday. It's like, what is this Friday evening consistent? <laughs> yeah. oh, God. So, okay, so you that's get round it. one. Uh-oh. So, next week, they're coming. Cat's trying to drink my Red Bull. Um, <laughs> next week, he's, they're, well, they're coming back. And, um, and we'll get an update. Yeah, well, they should hopefully install it next week. Uh-huh. So um, All right. Cool. We'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably yeah. It's um probably good we're not podcasting next week because it wouldn't have. I would probably won't have internet. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably a month. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just seems so shit getting this done. <laughs> you have half your um, house cut away to get a cable in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I did have a wee. Uh, uh, I looked at the damages section though on the on the contract, mm-hmm. and it did say that they would pay up to a million dollars in damages. Really? Oh my god, this is obviously a that, to me, fair if, picture of the caliber of these people. Exactly. It's like, um, if I'm them, I'm like, ah, oh, we're covered for a million. This house ain't worth that. <laughs> Just go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they could literally demolish your house. Yeah. Just drive a bulldozer <laughs> and through one away. side of it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that was my experience with the, the fiber. Okay, shall we jump into the story since we've had like half an hour of non-paranormal again? Oh, non, 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 <laughs> non nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we'll do a bit of a rejig. Yeah, we're going to do a rejig. Um, given that my stories are often shorter and, um, and I've talked for less a researched. Whole lot for this episode anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll jump in and do uh, my story, and then next week you can do your one, and we can go from there. Um, it's our podcast. We make the rules. Yeah, don't like it. Don't like it. Go fuck yourself. Re- <laughs> <laughs> to a, a throwback to a podcast that used to be really good, but kind of disappeared off the mark. Not <laughs> yeah. Yep. GFY. Yep. Hashtag GFY. <laughs> GFY. Um, okay. So my story. But I guess what they'd say is if you don't like it, go fuck yourself yeah, anyway. So. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> need to be more like that. So my story is around a haunted mode of transport for a second then <laughs> a haunted mode of transport when i say that what 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 images are conjured up um probably a car wrong is it what was that stephen king book the car christine christine yeah nope although that's cool yeah but no <laughs> um haunted uh mode of transport then i would say eastern 401 What's that? Uh, no, that's a plane. Lockheed Elton even TriStar. No, that was haunted by the crew. It was. It was. A, we spoke about it, and it was a strange one, an early strange. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. an early Ghost strange. Ghost Pro One. <laughs> that's um, what we call them. It's okay. an early strange. So it's not a not a plane, and it's not a car. Um, then a boat would be the next one because we have had a, we've had the haunted Queen Mary with the bad Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was nice ship showing about the Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's right. That was that episode? Yeah, there was um, uh, haunted tour or whatever yeah the queen mary 2 the ghost tour that um had bad yelp reviews because of poor wi-fi, poor wi-fi on the boat yeah <laughs> um yeah that's 
that's where we're going. It's a ghost ship. It's a, another Mary, a Mary Celeste. It's another sort of famous, sort of just mysterious ship. Ghost I, ship? I don't know if it was a ghosty one that it was, it maybe think, I think everyone just disappeared or not, but I don't know whether it was ghostly as it had ghosts on it. This one, to my mind, is more like a ghost ship from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. What is that cat doing? It's Oh my god, Mewing. we've conjured up the ghosts. <laughs> the cat ghosts. Yeah. The ghost ship of Northumberland Strait. Yeah, the cat just wants to go in the garage all the time. Oh. So I always joke and say, the cars don't need servicing, Lulu. You serviced <laughs> them last night. There's that cat voice again. Yeah, he's like, I need to, he's like, I need to, meow, meow, I need to get in the car, garage, service the cars. Like, you don't need to service the cars. The cars don't need servicing, Lulu. It's all you're in already, your head. You've already done it. You've already serviced the cars. All of this is in your he's head. He's like, I want to make sure to do your five-point brake check. And I'm like, I don't need the bloody five-point brake check. It's already been done. <laughs> Silly. The ghost ship of Northumberland Strait is described as a beautiful schooner. That has three masts, sometimes four masks, masts as reports vary, with pure white sails, all of which become completely engulfed in flames as onlookers watch. I wonder how they keep those sails so white. <laughs> Sightings have occurred throughout the seasons, but seem to be more prevalent from September to November when the crispy purcell white sails can be seen <sighs> from further away. Why do I use fabric softener on those? <laughs> I, I'm big on, do you use fabric softener? Yep, we yeah. do now, yeah big on fabric softener. Never used to when I was younger. Do you use powder or do you use liquid? Liquid. To, oh, good on you. <laughs> we're on the same, we're right on the same point here. I'm loving this. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, these visions this are sheet also... chat. <laughs> the, these visions are also apparent before a northeast wind and folklore has it that this brilliant ghost ship is a forewarning of storm and lavender scent. Mm. <laughs> they have never been... There never seems to be a predetermined place for where the ship will appear. Sightings tend to happen when least expected. Sometimes upon seeing the burning ship, mariners have attempted to rescue the, cu- the crew aboard. One of the more famous rescue attempts took place in Charlottetown Harbour about 1900. A group of sailors boarded a small rowboat and raced towards the flaming ship to rescue the troubled crew. During this struggle... To reach the distressed vessel, the phantom ship completely vanished. A thorough search was immediately carried out by divers, but no shipwreck was ever You'd found. You'd be pissed off because you would have used all that energy, like 1900, like, you know. Risk your you life. Would, you wouldn't have been that well fed. Let's just be fair and honest about that. <laughs> okay. You know, there wouldn't have been, a, you know. There's no would have vegan been, hell pizza. There's, yeah, there's no pork belly at the, you know, the Rascals <laughs> Hotel. You row all the fucking way out there and it's like, woo, bye. <laughs> fuck off, fuck you. That's, that would get go fuck yourself. Yeah, that probably would. Go fuck yep. yourself, ghost ships. And then they'd have to row all the way back and oh. try and find like an orange to eat yeah. so they didn't get scurvy. Exactly. Because they've been on the high seas and you know they need, you need to the combat scurvy on seas. the high seas. Vitamin Cs. Yeah, high vitamin Cs. <laughs> The Northumberland Strait is the body of water that separates... I realize Prince- we both thought about that at the same time with the high seas, and we were like, both got the old vitamin Cs at the end. It was like, yeah, yeah, like that. You just see the little like, twinkle in our eyes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, make a joke about this one. Yeah, I thought of a joke, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, vitamin C? Yeah, because yeah, it's the sea. Oranges. <laughs> Uh, Do you remember when Ribena got into trouble for like saying they had like you know like two hundred thousand times the vitamin C of oranges? And yeah, it wasn't it was quite that much, that but yeah, it wasn't like actually as much as they said. Yeah, we got found out by a school kid doing a project. <laughs> I don't, do you know a bit more about this? Well, I know that much. Okay, well, you, well, you know slightly news. more. Yeah, yeah. Um, they claimed it had more vitamin C than that of oranges, but then. Um, some school kid did a project and realized it wasn't true. Or was that about the sugar in it? <laughs> Probably it's shit. Don't drink Ribena. <laughs> it's really yum, though. Really? I don't yeah. like it. I really like it. I think it's I think it's because when I was a kid, it was always the one you couldn't get. Because it was that little bit more expensive yeah, than like a two liter or whatever. I don't like that wee sort of plasticky pouch that comes in. Oh, no. That's just punishing. I know. You don't Why do, do that? that? Like, no. this is like, you know, it's like this is already a horrible drink. They've already lied and made asses of themselves. And they're like, all right, we're just going to be extra cunty. <laughs> well, Excuse my that, phrase. Is a, that is as harsh as we've ever there. gotten. Yeah. And, and it's against <laughs> Robina of all things. Yeah. And put in this horrible little uh, plasticky pouch. Yeah. You spill it all down yourself. No, you don't use those pouch things. That's for like baby food. Yeah. Don't, I don't play those games. Sorry for saying cunty. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> it's uh, said to have very turbulent waters, which tend to be difficult on the many ships that sail through it. 
The length of the strait is approximately 130 miles, while the width is roughly 8 to 30 miles. That's a, quite a variance. It is quite a variance. Ever since uh, 1786... I'm going to sort of plan that as I show you. Look up, look up. What? That's the variance, like 8 to 30 miles. Okay. And my hands are doing like a wee <laughs> demonstration of the girth. You're literally just moving your hands. Yeah, so hold on. So here's 8. Okay. 30. Which one's 8? 8. Okay. 30. <laughs> yeah, none of that makes sense. <laughs> It's not just because people can't see it either. Case. Ever since 1786, there have been reportings of a phantom ship appearing at various places along Northumberland Strait. Many of these accounts are documented in books, articles, and viewed with much skepticism. The first documented sighting uh, was in 1786. It occurred at Sea Cow Head Lighthouse. Sea Cow Head. Sea cow head lighthouses. Lighthouses throwback to a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Sea cow. Sea cow. Shout out to manatees. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Impressed. Yeah. The keeper in horror saw a three-masted schooner sails full and swollen by the terrible winds of the northeast gale, drove in closer and closer to the treacherous rocks at the base of the cliffs. Just as it seemed utterly hopeless, the ship turned into the storm and was lost to sight in the rain squall. Another sighting took place in January as late as 1988. That means it won't be in our Mysteries it of the Unexplained be. book. No, I was about to have a flick through. So this sighting is newer than the book we read. <laughs> a burning ship was spotted it just It could be in the 1996 version, though. It could be, yeah. The other, That's a good point. The other time, yeah. Um... A burning ship was spotted just off Borden from the ferry. The ship's radar was directed at the vision, but it was Did not you see detected. This place called Borden. Borden oh, with an N. Okay. Naughty. <laughs> That's a terrible place name for attracting tourists. <laughs> yeah. Coming to Borden. Yeah, sunny Borden. Sunny Borden. It's a riot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ship's radar was directed at the vision, but it was not detected on the instruments. Captain Angus Brown of Wood Islands. That's the loudest motorbike we've ever had. I so not into motorbikes. Just because they rumble. I was trying I was driving yesterday, window down, join a bit of a gentle breeze, mm-hmm. and motorbike comes up beside me. And I'm like, can't hear my podcast now. Get- there. I have to put the window up and enjoy it because this idiot beside me with his ruins it. You don't get that in sunny boredom. No, you don't. No. Such a peaceful place. Quaint. It's like really slow, but some people like that. I've, I've actually put it on the quaint scale and it's like in terms of quaintness, it's yep. quaintness personified in boredom. <laughs> um, greetings from sunny boredom. Yeah, it's quaint. It's a riot. No motorbikes. Don't hear. I want I want a podcast from that place. What do you think? Uh, oh, sorry, podcast. I want a postcard from that oh, place. Oh, yeah. Where do you think we could get on the map? It'd be great if we can get boredom up on the map. Get boredom on the map. Do you think... <laughs> they could say that. We put boredom on the I map. Boredom on the map. And what do you think would be on the postcard? Just like low energy people? Yeah, low energy people. Uh, An ice cream slowly melting into a drain? Yeah. That kind of thing. Like, like, a, like a TV tune and there's like the, the ads playing between a TV program or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, mm. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah, where was that up to? Um, Captain Angus Brown of Wood Islands remembered that he had a crew taken, he had a crew taken the Fairy Prince Nova out of, he and a crew had taken the Fairy Prince Nova out of. Was that a typo or was that you? That was me. It's a really, really small print. Let me show you. Really small font. It is, yeah. (laughs) I just need to enlarge the font. Captain Angus Brown of Wood <laughs> Islands remembered that he and a crew had taken the Fairy Prince Nova out from the Fairy Prince Nova out from the Wood Fairy, Island. The Fairy Prince. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go on the boat. <laughs> I'm the Fairy Prince. Better get the Fairy Prince out there. Take that boat called Nova. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which one? Oh no, the Fairy Prince. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start that again. Captain <laughs> Angus Brown of Wood this Islands. This is the fourth remember, time we've heard this line. Remembered that he and a crew had taken like the, the fairy, fairy prince. prince Nova <laughs> out from Wood Islands one night to help a ship that appeared to be burning. As they approached, it suddenly vanished. The same night, a couple near Glengarry saw the 
burning full-rigged ship from their bedroom window. It was sailing northward at impossible what speed. What were they doing in their bedroom? <laughs> Naughty people. They didn't raise alarm as they knew what it was, but they were able to watch it for more than an hour. Well, they had they, so much time to raise an alarm. But they, they knew what it was. They knew it was a ghost ship. Yeah, I guess, but just sat there and watched it. Many, I was sitting there. Many boatsmen have set out to the ship, either with the intention to rescue or solve the mystery of the ship. A fisheries patrol vessel sighted it off the west end of the island. But even with the speed of modern vessels, it couldn't catch the elusive ship. One time a group of men, including the late John P. McLean, were working at their jobs in the port of Charlottetown when word was received of a ship in peril in Charlottetown Harbour. It was a large three-masted sailing vessel stinking of purcell and lavender, which was ablaze from <laughs> bow to stern. You get a good, because it always turns up in those strong nor'easters. You get a bloody good whiff of that on the on the nor'easter. If you're standing there and you smell that purcell lavender mm-hmm. come drifting across the bay, you're like, oh, I know who's coming. I know who this is going to be. Then sooner or later, old Bernie Mc... Uh, ghost ship turns up the crew were seen <laughs> frantically running <laughs> bernie mcghost that's why i ship. moved on <laughs> did you say bernie mcghost ship yeah good <laughs> the crew were seen frantically running from one side to the other in efforts to stop the many blazes aboard the vessel the rescue boat began rowing to the scene in the hopes of saving the men but before they could arrive mist engulfed the burning ship and it was never seen again mm. Uh, jumping back to Wikipedia, some quotes uh, from first-hand descriptions okay, this of the ghost ship. Do your voices. I could make out the outline of the ship quite distinctly. We just happened to have stumbled across a witness with the same, same voice. Uh, as yeah, me. It's the same yeah. voice. Same. It's like I was <laughs> called Luke. Said. <laughs> I watched it for about twenty minutes, then it disappeared. I'd heard so much about the phantom ship and its lavender scent that I decided this must be it. My sister, who was visiting friends nearby, said she saw the same thing on the same night. As it came nearer... This is a different person also with the same voice as me. (laughs) As it came nearer, it seemed to lose speed, but it came opposite our house and stopped still. I said to Fred, perhaps they're coming ashore. Who's Fred? I don't know. Somebody that this person's talking about. Oh, sorry. I I get confused because the person sounds like you and I thought you'd know about it. Oh, um, an offsider. We got up on the banks to watch. There was no sign of anyone on board and no dory on tow. I can't remember just how long it was, but I think about 10 minutes after she stopped, I I seen smoke rising very (sighs) slow all over the deck. Okay, so it's not a very well-educated person. No. That's one of my gripes. I seen. I'm big on that. (laughs) Oh, I've seen this awesome car. No, no you, you didn't. saw. You, you saw, saw this awesome Don't car. Don't you dare seen anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it was only a few minutes. I seen men oh. that had seemed to come up from below and they were running around the deck every way. Then as they were running around, I seen a low flame all over no, the deck. No, it doesn't say all this time. It, it does. can't. It can't. <laughs> when the flames started, the men climbed up on the masts of the vessel. When they, when they was about halfway oh. up the mast, this must be like some real old, like, um, old timey English, yeah, like Northern or whatever. Yeah, he sounds like you. Mm. Odd. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. When they was about halfway up the masts, the sails caught. All the sails seemed to catch at the same time. I could not see the men anymore. The flames hid my view. We watched it until the flames died and every, everything crumbled to the deck. There was nothing left but the hull on the water, and gradually it seemed to sink lower until it finally disappeared, as if it had gradually filled with water and sunk. I mean, it was a ghost ship, but, like, why don't the guys just jump overboard, like the ghost the ghost men? Because, like, it's water. Ghostmen. <laughs> this ghostmen's like, because obviously they're, like, close to shore. Just ghostmen jump overboard. Like, why are they fighting the fire? I personally wouldn't. But a bit of criticism of the of the ghostmen. <laughs> um... Here's something, here's a, a fun fact you'll like. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, we're, we're done with the main story now. Okay. Um, music and popular culture. The ghost ship has become more widely known in recent years, part due, due to a pop, popular song by Lenny Gallant, a Canadian singer-songwriter from Rustico. Uh, it debuted in his 1988 album Breakwater, and is called Tales of the Phantom Ship. Nice. <laughs> 
So go and look that up. I'd rather on read tales of the of the Bernie Mac ghost ship. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bernie Mac ghost ship. If you're not careful, you're going to name an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm happy to draw a line under it there. I think we've gone on for quite some time in this episode. So, so. how did it end? Uh, it sunk. Seen again? <laughs> a few times. Seen again? Um, there was a few sightings across there, yeah. but uh, 1988 seemed to be one of the more recent. Was that the last time the internet was updated? Yeah, possibly. I mean, I'd, I'm not a researcher, I'm a reader. So, we're done. Oh, nice. <laughs> no further questions, please. Right, the internet, internet's like like a book. Like, you know, the last update of 1988 and there's no more updates in there. <laughs> that particular... I was researching this one last night <clears throat> while, while packing and editing yesterday's episode. Beautiful. <laughs> it's a triple tasking. Cool. Um... Shall we finish up with a segment from Squeaky Chat? Um, a with our final segment where we read from the book called Mysteries of the Unexplained. Um, this is the 1982 Reader's Digest version of said book. Um, it contains many short stories, not short stories, short reports on uh, paranormal things do you know the um cover has finally been explained you know how we debated the cover in the past of just sort of like an eclipse and it's like we know what eclipses are yeah so i actually just stumbled upon it here mm-hmm. it says here about the front cover an eclipse of the sun by the planet earth viewed from apollo 12 in 1969 suggests the awesome mystery and beauty of the unknown no it doesn't no it doesn't it's so known it's like we know what the eclipse is it's <laughs> There's nothing mysterious nor unexplained about it's it. It's a good picture. I'm not not doubting. It's a really it's good, a good picture. picture. Yep. But yeah, just don't I think, give me that unknown. Yeah. <laughs> just because it involves a uh, planets on a planetary level. Strange. Or lack thereof. <laughs> I just said strange. Um, yeah, this is the segment called "Get Me Some Strange." Strange. Okay. That was, that was where the music started. Okay, I love that. Um, <laughs> um, you're going to flick through the book. I'm going to tell you when to stop, and then you will read one of the rando stories. Okay. Go front to back this time. Cool. So to speak. S- stop. <coughs> Coincidences? Um, nope. <laughs> What's the... What well, we've actually we land- land it landed on... on um, the same appearances and disappearances. Night? Okay. The coincidence, though, is that this is the story of Wild Peter, and we've already had this. Ah, that is a coincidence. Um, what happens then? I think we, we need to do it again. Reshuffle? Yeah, it's a reshuffle. I'm going to go front to back this time. <laughs> so to speak. Why not back to front? I, I did front to back, now I'm going back to front. Yeah. Okay, here we go. And I'm upside down as well. Okay, okay. Stop. Oh. It's an early stop. This is an early stop. Oh, I see a flying priest. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow, this is a really long one. Okay. Oh my god, it's the longest one ever. <laughs> longest one okay, ever. Okay, do it again because this is too long. Just go back a page. Jeez, uh, they're all really long. Oh my goodness. It's like they just needed to fill the book up by the time <laughs> they got to the end. Uh, Surely that's not the case. Anything. Man. Do we flick again? I'm saying we flick again because <laughs> these are really long, all of them. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go sort of from top to bottom. <laughs> top to bottom. Somehow. <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? Yep. Which is the same as front to back, really. Stop. And do your job this time. Find me a story. <laughs> okay. We're on... Uh, oh, we're on... This is the page you were on the other day. Oh. Uh, uh, monsters. We need to start ripping these pages out when we're done. <laughs> Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Five young water skiers, ranging in age from 14 to 21, were cutting a swathe across Okanaga uh, Lake yep. when they said they had a close-up view of Canada's Ogopogo on July 23, 1968, um, which is a super water monster. Uh, Sherry Campbell on skis behind the motorboat being motorboated <laughs> she, was, she wasn't being motorboated God. Uh, was the first to see the long shape floating lazily on the surface of the water startled at the sight of 20 feet of unexpected creature what? she let go of the tow rope and nervously trud until her friends in the boat came back to pick her up 
So so the thing's there, and you let go. That's kind of that's opposite lame. of what you'd expect to do. Yeah. By the time Orgopogo was moving... Sorry, by that time, Orgopogo was moving. Right. I just want an excuse to say Orgopogo again. Um, the youngsters decided to follow the beast for a closer look, and, as they claimed afterward, got within five feet of it, close enough, according to Sherry, to see blue-green-grey scales that glittered in the sun. At that point, Orgopogo abruptly submerged and swam off with surprising speed, leaving a wake of V-shaped waves. Although they chased it in their motorboat at 40 miles per hour, the young people fell behind... <laughs> <laughs> the young people fell behind and soon lost sight of Orgoboggle. Um, what is it again? Orgoboggle. What is Orgoboggle? Some sort of sea monster in a lake. What did it look like? Um, you know. You lost the page now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Orgoboggle. In Canadian folklore, Orgoboggle or Naitaka is a lake monster reported to live in Okanagan Lake in British Columbia, Canada. Allegedly seen by the First Nations people since the 19th century. Most common description of Ogopogo is 40 to 50 foot long. Sea serpent I said 20 feet here, so discrepancy. Hmm. Yeah. Ogopogo. Yeah, just a big long sea monster looking thing. On that note, we will <coughs> end this week's podcast which we came in saying would be short and we've stretched to about an hour again that's that's becoming more and more common isn't it i think we're just talking absolute rubbish yeah. more which is fine <laughs> we make the rules so it's, exactly it's not like they're becoming longer with more you know value-added content this is just <laughs> pure, pure bullshit just yeah, yeah. pretty much um thanks for joining us thanks for joining <laughs> thanks for joining us for um this week's edition of lights in the sky podcast um, join us next time for some more tales from the paranormal catch you next week toodaloo